Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You want people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, uh, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave you're gonna keep that game face in right <laughs> this is john i'm jd whatever <laughs> are you here jd i guess JD, the best composed of us on YouTube. Because I went to school for this stuff. I know. Oh, oh. See, I've got the shiny face and the light that's right here. It drives and... me nuts when you guys don't compose your shots, but it's not my place. I don't know me. how. This is the best I could do. Teach okay. us. Teach us, oh master. Rule of thirds. You take your you take your screen and you divide it into thirds. And you keep eyes in the center in the center left or center right. And in this case, because we're all straight on, you want to go center center. If we were like doing profile stuff and like I was like this, you'd want to keep my eyes like so, right? But you never frame in the bottom corner, in either of the bottom corners. You always frame in the upper thirds. Those were words, right? Hey man, that's what I went to school for. It's like day one. Uh, all right. All Ow. right. <laughs> There's more to it than I thought. Rule of thirds. <laughs> Way like, more to it than I thought. So then, then JD, besides being pissed off at our our, well, I'm not pissed off. Set up. Uh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm fine. Uh, uh, actually, I'm a little over my living situation. Family comes back in two weeks. Yay! Uh, getting my second shot Wednesday. So when the show comes out, I'll be getting my second shot. So yeah, family's starting to get home. Miss the kid's birthday. Not thrilled about mm. that. So it's, uh, and I spent all day editing my book and I, I tweeted like, you know, uh, a rough draft is like the most raw creative thing you can do. And it feels so like great when you're done with it. And the second draft, you go back and like, God, I freaking suck. And you just got to keep fixing everything. And it's just the you least your, creative thing possible. The one thing I know from every video I've, I've watched and every book I've read about writing is you are your own worst editor. Mm-hmm. Well, I, in both, in, that's both literal and figurative for me i'm a terrible editor but i'll just go through like this doesn't make sense this is worded wrong i don't know what i'm trying to say here mm-hmm. this better you know so and i need to get this whole thing finished i need to get this draft finished by the end of the week so i'm pushing i'm pushing so uh speaking of your son's birthday and i'm sure we've noticed this before your son and my daughter have the same birthday oh really february 20th yep oh cool Yes. I've been doing the show for four years. I never realized that. Yes. I don't think we've done things for. Well, happy birthday to your daughter. Yeah, she's Related. 27. Yeah, so. And your son is four. 43. No, yeah, he's four. No, he's five. He just <laughs> Five. That's right, five. This was his fifth birthday. Ah, uh, did uh, he do some shots? No, they don't give the vaccine to little kids yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
That's not the vaccine he was talking about. <laughs> yes, I know. He's also five. So, well, speaking oh, of doing shots, how are American you, John? Stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, even um, in Europe, they don't give shots to five-year-olds, man. Because <laughs> it's too strong over there. Um, I'm doing okay. I lost my voice partially, like the end of last week. How did you do that? Um, you know, I just, I'm that forgetful. I just woke up one morning and forgot where I'd put it. I just, along with my dentures. I don't know. That's, like, that's, like a, that's a great start to a kid's book. Like, I woke up one morning and I couldn't find my voice. Oh, shit. I might write this down. Oh, my God. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, I get, I get residuals. Copyright. Superhero speak. No, copyright me. I'm the one who came up with it. All right. No, no, no. Um. We can all share in it. Work yeah, on give it me a penny from every book and I'm happy. I think it's hilarious you guys think that there's actual money in these things, but continue. <laughs> <laughs> so no, no, I just just a head cold that decided to take residence into my throat. And uh, oh, that's be it. Careful. Uh, be careful. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? And it's like, you're, I'm sitting here going, all right, like, I haven't been anywhere in three weeks. Everything's been delivered to my house. I, I, what, what are they? Where are the cats going, and why are they bringing stuff to me? <laughs> like I don't have kids. There, I don't have anything. There is cases of animals catching and spreading the COVIDs. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, uh, wonderful. You know, it, Back, it, it's a magical world we live in. Yes. Oh, wonderful. So that's it. Like n- nothing else really interesting. I spent all day editing code. So yeah, fun for me. Secret code? No, unfortunately not. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Speaking How about you, of, Dave? Oh, wow. Somebody's interested. Uh, I actually had a pretty good week, I think. Um, I got my, uh, I had my year-end review at work, right? Your first year-end review? Have you been in this company for two I've years been, or just one? Uh, it, it's, I've been there for, okay. So I've been there for a year and a half, but like okay. the first four months I was a contractor and then they brought me on full time. So this is my first official, yeah, review. I couldn't remember when your old work blew up. <laughs> That was 2019 June, um, and the day I was fired was my brother's birthday. So I will always oh, remember that. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so every everyone who's worked for a mid to large company knows that all these companies have a recognition program, like an attaboy. And they're all rigged. An attaboy or whatever. Well, my company has something called a Bravo, which I didn't know existed. Alpha Tango Bravo. But a, I was say Johnny Bravo. Johnny but apparently, Bravo. part of the review process is they 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 mention that in the review process, and apparently, I got seven of them last year. Oh. So, so people must like me. Um, or you're the only person there that does any work. Well, I think it's a little column A, a little column B. Hmm. Uh, hopefully, none of my coworkers watch this. Uh, I love you, Jared. Anyway, and it's like a then, bottle every month and three days. Congrats. And then um, uh, I lost two more pounds this week. So I'm now down in the next decade of uh, of my weight. Good job. Uh, I'm 18 pounds away from where my doctor wants me to be. So good for you. Yes, I'm much further from where I want to be. But <laughs> keep working. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can't I can't complain. You know, um, you know. I mean, unfortunately, I didn't get to see my daughter. Uh, her birthday her- was her birthday just came by, didn't it? Oh my God, JD! What? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. We were just mentioning I, how I, I, I know. We I know. just mentioned how the his son and my daughter have the same birthday. It just, it just dawned on me that I saw it in one of my. It's on my calendar or something. Um, it just, yeah. So, so just it's dawned on me know, that, just because, like, I saw them last week and Facebook. That's it. I tried to quarantine before I go see them because of my granddaughter and all that, and I was just like, <clears> you know, I didn't. Ha- I had stuff to do this week, and I'm like, ah, 
I'll take you out next year. <laughs> she have a Godzilla cake. Andy had a Godzilla cake. Oh, that Godzilla no, cake! No, was awesome. no, she had. Um, she got. Uh, You're the best. Cupcakes. Dad. It's my wife on that one. I had nothing to do with it this year. She got. She got cupcakes uh, for her birthday. She didn't want a whole cake because it goes to waste. Oh, I get it. We faced. I Facetimed in to sing Happy Birthday, and I had a gluten free cupcake so I could have cake with my family. See, it was exactly. okay. It was okay. You know. Uh, yeah, you know, and she gets the vegan cupcakes. So I'm not there yet. I don't. I'm not eating vegan. <laughs> don't don't go. My there. wife is not thrilled because her, her and my in laws won't. Like, she'll never listen to the show, so I can say this. Um, her in laws don't let her cook. And my wife's an excellent cook, and you know they don't cook very well so she called me she's like we had canned chinese food tonight and i'm in the bathroom <laughs> i'm like i'm like we're going vegan when you get home aren't you it's gonna be nothing but vegetables <laughs> and like true proteins and she's like i think i think we are nice. so life uh, life will be interesting sorry sorry jd um and then <laughs> food problems to begin with so i know and then uh and i saw we're, we're going to talk about it later in the show but i saw something New this week that pleasantly surprised me. I was mm. shocked how good it was. Um, I think you have words about it, JD, and I know oh. John was pleasantly surprised as well. So this will be interesting. We'll, we'll get to that later, boys and girls. Oh, Dave, before we get, before we start, I have something to show you. Uh-oh. Oh God, he's going to take his pants off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? No, Dave, come on, tell me what's it from? Oh, uh, Dresden. Yep, it's that's from the first book. Uh, no, it's not from the first book. He doesn't, he, ride, the, he, he doesn't ride the undead dinosaur until, like, I don't know, book seven? No. That could be a great euphemism for sex, riding Maybe the undead it's, it's, dinosaur. It's an, early, it's, a, it's an early book. Maybe it's book it, three. No, no, it's not book three. And it's an undead. He's riding an undead Tyrannosaurus Rex that's being powered by a guy who's sitting behind him playing poker. Yes. Now, that just cur- that just steers more into the skid. I, I, yeah, hey, I baby, want to ride the undead dinosaur fueled by the guy playing polka in the back? <laughs> want to play some polka with me on an hey, undead hey, dinosaur? Hey, hey, where you go- hey, where are you going? <laughs> that has got to be the uh, dream for an author, by the way. There's not a whole lot of authors who have their characters on shirts. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, but, but I mean, th- that's how good the book is. Like, oh, I believe it. I've never like, heard anything but good things. Like the, the writing, and like you'd say, you'd hear somebody, oh, yeah, his character rode, rode an undead dinosaur powered by polka. It's like... That must be the stupidest book ever. No, everything made sense. Awesome. The, it, it applied all all the rules applied. There were some really tense moments in that damn book, and, uh. and and the fact that he brought the dinosaur was like one of the the, the thing with Dresden again. Like we keep saying, is that Harry Dresden thinks his way out of issues. He doesn't just. Yes. There's no duex machina. So the fact that he brought a dinosaur to a zombie fight was like genius. Because when he came with the when he came up with the with it, you know, you're reading the book and it's like, oh god, and you skip three pages because you got to see the undead dinosaur. Uh, Speaking of which, sorry. I got a I got a uh, review today for uh, Book of Jericho because we're talking about that, and I was like blown away. I put it on my Twitter. I'm like, wow, did I write this book? Like it came out like so much better than I than I would have described it. Uh, sweet, I usually don't retweet like uh, reviews because I think it's kind of petty. But I I read this and I'm like, I'm gonna be petty this morning. Like this was really good, so I was proud of that. So nice. make this about me again. Congratulations. Thank <laughs> All you. I know is... Now I want a t-shirt. <laughs> All I know is I, is I miss having a polka partner. <laughs> anyway, let's... Uh, oh, God. There it goes. Ugh. Let's talk about... You guys are from Pennsylvania. I'm from the Midwest. And I'll, I get it. <laughs> Jokes <laughs> land. Wisconsin, <laughs> man. Wisconsin's big in polka. Not as yes. much Illinois, but Wisconsin. 
hey, come on, come on. I'm I'm, I'm a Polish boy. Mm. I, I like the polka. You know, there's more. There at one point there were more poles in Chicago than in Warsaw. Yep. Yeah. I oh, knew yeah. so many Polish people growing up. So many. My you know first, who's... my first ex was uh, was Polish. Welcome to Polish. John, you're not supposed to tell people about us. Hey man, I support you guys. So. Hey, all I remember is the absolute best homemade pierogi ever. I believe that. Uh, the, the old town I used to live in, they used to have this uh, Polish restaurant that would make these badass cabbage rolls. They'd be like, yay big. Yeah. And it had like all kinds of meat and stuff ground up in it. And it looked like they would pour like tomato soup on it. So if you looked at it, you're like, yeah, that looks terrible. But you take one bite of it and it was like, holy Jesus, this is incredible. Yep. I miss it so much. Welcome to Polish Hour. I'm Gene. <laughs> God, I can't believe how far we've gone off the rails already <laughs> from one joke. <laughs> Welcome to podcasting. Yeah. Um, this is what we do. Steer us back. Steer us. Steer, you, you know, know, who's, you know steer, who's not Polish? Wanda Maximoff. She's nope, Romani. She, she's Romani. Yeah. Yes. yes. And, uh, Actually, she's and, Sokovian on this show. We don't even quite know what that means, but hmm. I think she's still Romani. I don't know. I and apparently Sokovia has its own language and all that. So they create Her and Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson created the dialect. I thought that was really interesting that they like – took different parts of Slavic languages to create their own dialects. So we just hear like, you know, generic Eastern European, like they actually worked on a tone and a dialect and like inflections. And I thought that was really cool. So yeah. she could keep losing it and gaining it back over and over again. Well, that's real, but that, okay. But we'll, they we'll explain rave. it. Yeah, they we, do. We'll rave about Elizabeth Olsen later. Cause. Oh yeah. No, my she's God, doing... give her all the awards, golden globes, Emmys, hmm. shit, throw an Oscar at her because like this thing could have been on a movie. Well, yeah. if you put it all together, so, I'm sure it is. I'm well. Sure. I mean, in fact, yeah. I, that's that's what I'm trying to get to. I think they kind of explained the whole accent thing this week mm-hmm. in the episode, like a little bit. You know, they showed her slowly losing it, so that was good. Um, so they did we, show her slowly losing it. You are yeah, correct. <laughs> so, so okay. So this week we kind of got um, a little backstory, which basically sets us up for the final episode. There's not like nothing really happens in this episode. Yet it does. Like, yet it, yeah, I was about to say, yet it does, but uh like we get obviously we get uh Agatha Harkness's uh full backstory. Um not get, full, but just you know a little bit of and it's a little bit different from normal oh, yeah, Marvel very, canon, right? Yeah, yeah. Like very. she she in the in the original I, I'm learning a lot now. Like and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong. Like originally, wrong. she's been around since before Atlantis, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and like, what's the guy's name? Kathan or something? That's like uh, Kathan is is um, Marvel's attempt at like incorporating Lovecraftian lore mm-hmm. into their universe without just you know taking in wholesale, which you could. You know, Lovecraft is public domain, but yeah, that's Kathan is one of their uh, elder god types. Mm. Right, right. So, and and uh, he's in the dark hold, right? Like he's, yeah, I believe like, he is the dark hold. Yeah, yeah. Specifically, yeah. There's some. Um, we still don't quite know where they're filling in. This was a good episode because it's really hard to do info dump without making come off as boring. And the way they incorporated into plot and character moments was really well done. This could have been a really ugly episode, but I really, you know, I really think they did well. So, well, there was some ugly crying during this episode. There was some ugly crying. I mean, my God. I mean, this is again. John, D- I don't D- want to hear about your crying. No, it's not. D- DC versus Marvel. DC is like at the end of like uh, Justice League. You could care less w- about anybody. 
at this one, you're you're like, I mean, my God, how who doesn't who who doesn't feel for her at this point? Think about this. Wanda showed up in Age of Ultron six years ago at this point, right? So we've had a long time to kind of grow with these characters. They just threw Justice League at us. And like they like said, they killed Superman at the end of his second movie. So I mean, it's not like they gave us like time to settle with anybody. Like right. it takes time to earn these like character mm-hmm. moments. And you know, we've earned all like we as an audience have earned these character moments. And I'm glad they held off on them until episode eight. <laughs> like because yeah. like we we know we know so much more about Wanda through what because she's really just played just a minor supporting role in one of the in most of these movies. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, man, we like care about her we're watching this struggle like it's really a it's very different for a superhero show man and i I, it's quickly becoming one of my favorite marvel endeavors oh yeah no by far this is one of the best shows i've ever seen i mean i love it and 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 again like uh like dave would say i know he's trying to break us and steer us into one of his things but uh we're talking about the show this is what we do but dave you would you would you would say this it's like what was I going to say? Oh, crap. I lost it. No, I'll find it. I, I'll find it again. Give me a second. Uh, all right. So oh, now I forgot it. <laughs> so the show I'll, was good. I'll, I'll remember. Yeah. So Dave. Uh, Dave would say. So Dave. <laughs> Dave's Dave's desk has, has decided to turn on him. Yeah, no, it just, Much like over. a thought in the dark hold. <laughs> Dave's disc has a life of its own. I, I, I just knocked over um, Electra. She's kind of pissed now. Anyway. Uh, is it really Electra, or is yeah. it a scroll? Sorry, Ooh, deep, deep Marvel cut. Deep Marvel. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? What the hell was I gonna say? I'm I can't so tell. Sorry. So this is the this is the. Uh, it's funny because this Electra is based on um, the art of uh, Greg Horn. That's why I had to buy that one. And mm. uh, yeah, gotta make, so, gotta make sure your buddy gets a residual check. I get it. Yes, exactly. Um, so <laughs> I get it. I support all my friends' kickstarters. Um, so I was kind of I, I was kind of curious. When we got the scenes of her going in and taking Vision's body, right? We know there was a rumor that that was an after credit scene at Endgame and they got rid of it. Do you think any of that was original footage or did you they reshoot it for the show? I think it was probably original footage. But I think one reason they decided not to use it is because they figured out what they were going to do with this show. Because that didn't happen. Right, right. Right? Mm-hmm. That whole, we're going to figure out next week, I assume, that they faked that footage. Right. Because she never took the body. Yeah. She creates, she, we watch her create vision wholesale. Right. And that's that, that's what I was going to get to next is that, vibranium. Like, right. She, that vision that we've been following this whole show is not actually vision. It's a construct. Well, it, it may be a construct, but it's made, like you saw when she made him, it was her chaos magic turning into the energy from the mind stone. Right. Yellow energy. So, he may be a construct, but he's got his memories are real. I mean, the one I mean, she gave him his history, which, you know, is basically a, a pattern for his personality. And he's got mind stone energy running through him. So that and that was what gave him half, most of his personality, too. So it's, if, it's basically more vision than anything else. If I may be so crude, she created the body, but I think that's his soul. Yeah, she touches the bot. She touches the vision framework, we'll say, and mm-hmm. says, "I can't feel you." Yeah. So I, I don't know. I will find more of this out. Is she create? Because in the again, I'm going to pull from the comics. In the comics, she doesn't create these souls. She's pulling them from somewhere. Like she's creating the matter, True. but she's taking the souls. Now I don't know if they're going to do that here. I still think they may, but I think that's actually vision, just you know, in a different body. 
Yeah. And we Here, saw what happened to the old body. I was right about something else. Yes. I didn't yes, see this. Yes, you were right. We got white vision. Didn't think they do it quite like this, though. Pretty cool. I liked it. That Yeah, they, they brought him back online. Uh, obviously, he's not going to have a personality. Um, it'd be interesting to see how they do it, how they do it, like how they, because we just see him turn them on, like, and we don't know where it's going. I assume vision fight. Vision versus vision. Oh yeah. Now here's the question. If, if my theory is right, and this is in the original vision soul is in the WandaVision, if you will, is this vision going to sound like Ultron? That they were, there, there was a, um, Hmm. yeah, there there was a rumor going around that that's what happened. I was about to say, do you think they brought him him in just to To do do a voiceover? cover it up real easy you know can, can i can i um interject some because this is something we may want to like at, at talk about throughout whatever else we talk about there is there's one there's one now they've thrown a lot of stuff at us that seems like at first we're thinking oh you know this means something and later on it's oh this is just a huge troll mm-hmm. so right now like this this I've never seen a show before to throw so much at fans that it keeps us running in circles, trying to figure out what everything means. You know, like every, like, like Dave said last week should have like a board in the back with all the yarn strings and all that, like yes. the pictures and everything. Right. So, but there's one thing that bugs me that hasn't been um, explained yet. And I don't know if it's, if it means something. So you guys maybe can tell me Hayward when he brings Wanda back to see vision. Mm-hmm. He look, you know, now everybody thinks it's an epic troll of him trying to get her to put vision back online, right? But his exact words are something like, uh, you know, not, not nobody else would have the power to bring their, you know, mm-hmm. their ex back on, you know, back to life. Up until that point, where has she shown that kind of power? Like Never. anywhere, anywhere near it. She's known to have telekinesis and some mind power but not to bring somebody back to life. True. Like that would take an act of, of creation magic or, you know, God, let's be honest. Yeah. Or basically, you know, chaos magic. So, so like we know he's a bad guy, but is he somebody else? I wondered this last week, actually. I didn't pontificate this because I feel like, I feel like we've been grasping at some straws intentionally. Well, they keep throwing nightmare at us. They keep throwing, you know, references to. Right. And it would be weird at this point. To bring out another villain, bless you. Excuse oh, me. This I couldn't, I couldn't get my couldn't get my mute quick enough. Um, hmm. what if like I've I've toned down because I don't think we're gonna get the big. I'm starting to think that that Elizabeth Olsen was kind of manipulated into saying the Luke Skywalker reveal thing. Mm-hmm. She didn't actually say that. She just kind of nodded. So I'm they were doing my, a Tom Holland patch, basically. Yeah. Well, I think that we're toning our. I'm toning my expectations down. I don't expect a big reveal next week of some character. If it does happen, great. But I'm not. I'm going to say right now, I'm not expecting it. Right. I'm going to think that the Evan Peters thing was the reveal, and I'm fine. Opens the door to the X Men universe. I'm wondering if perhaps he is the manipulator because we've been thinking Agatha is the manipulator and she says I just came here because I saw this big bunch of magic and I'm like whoa I gotta check this out there is a master of puppets it's Hayward the question is is Hayward doing it as Hayward or is Hayward who we you know our mystery demonic force because unless he's some there's no other way he would say that about her unless he knew something else something that nobody in that world knew at that he inceptioned her yeah he completely inceptioned her he put that idea in her head she never would have tried if she knew she had the power to bring people back to life she had gone to pietro five years ago or up 10 i guess in that universe and and remember in in 
what was it episode five was it um uh, agnes when when the when the kids told their mother to um you know why don't you bring him back to life that might have been an actual j- and, and, and it's shown that agnes is like the most dangerous villain of type of all time somebody who can throw you off by acting mm-hmm. a different way not just not just you know powering their way through stuff but can act and manipulate people but it might have been a genuine moment when she looked at her and said you can you can do that yeah i like, agree so so yeah. if she didn't know and nobody else knew hayward nobody, clearly I, knows Hayward says it. Hayward plants the idea in her head. And then, because she doesn't drive to that broke-ass town in New Jersey, by the way, brilliant scene, Hmm. where, you know, where then she just gets so frustrated that she lets everything go. None of that happens. One, if Hayward doesn't let her in the building. Two, if he doesn't put the idea in her head, because he wants to give, he wants, he's smart, he's manipulating her to get Vision back online, so we say... But again, he has no idea that she can do that. She has no idea that they can do that. So where does he get the idea? Where do you get the idea? Yes. I mean, like, so, I, I can't imagine that they would make that much of a blunder. Here, no, know? it's not. They know what they're doing. Hayward is, they don't spend, you don't spend too, they don't spend this much time on characters without plans for them. Right? Yeah. I, I'm actually more confused though, because. Oh, me too. They showed Hayward was tracking vision inside of the hex. And then. But yet he had Vision's body. So, what was he tracking? What the was soul. He tra- He's tracking Vision's soul. They but why? Pro- did, well, why does he care about his soul? Because they can't get him online. They use. They only get him online through using the hex power. They need oh, to use hex. So they need what, her chaos magic, basically. Yeah, chaos magic. He, this whole thing was so they could get Vision back online, and we think it's just to create more weapons, which is fine. But like I said, he knows too much. Right. I, yeah. I think. I think Haywood might be Mephisto or Nightmare or Nightmare, depending on like, our, our dark overpresence, whether that be Mephisto, Nightmare, Thon, whatever. Like, I think that might be him. Like, and like the, 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 uh, uh, uh you know, the, the Mark move, the, you know, the magic trick, this thing, cause it is the deception. There you go. The sleight of hand is making us think it's Agnes and it's senior scratching. It's all this mystical stuff. Mm-hmm. When the devil's been hiding in plain sight since I'm not episode, getting, one. episode three. Or when we meet um, Monica, but I think that might be that might be our solution because, like, perhaps it's a force that can't that it knows something, but it also needs Wanda for something because clearly Wanda's been spurned into this. We thought it was Agatha because they literally gave us a song and said it was Agatha all along, and it wasn't. Well, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be like that would go toward go towards the actual canon story where he he needs the boys. Or, Mephisto needed the boy. Mephisto or, needed Master Pandemonium to get the boys back, so we could get his soul back. It could be something like that's very confusing and convoluted, though. Yeah, but they I could know. take they could take that idea and reharness that and make it something that makes sense, which is what they do a lot of. Agatha mm-hmm. Harkness is never portrayed as an out and out villain mm-hmm. until now, but I like it because we don't have enough just straight up bad guy females in the Marvel universe. I think they needed someone like this, yeah, and right? somebody intelligent too. As, and, yeah. And we now know that she, she, we now know that like, from what she said, um, vision didn't just happen to pick a plot that was right next to the, you know, the, the, uh, a witch's house, right. That, that basement, it moves. Oh yeah. That yeah. basement moves. That's a so, portal. So, so there's so, two things. Go ahead, Dave. Well, so I was going to say the other thing that we haven't talked about, I can't think of the actress's name, the, the one that was on Buffy. Oh, uh, Emma Caulfield. 
Emma Caulfield. What a red herring that's been. Yeah. Now, somebody pointed this out, and it made me think. So, Agatha, the flowers in front of her house are all purple. Mm -hmm. The flowers in front of Wanda's house are red, and in front of the other ones is yellow. So... Is she another witch? There's there. I did hear some. I, I have avoided everyone else's podcast on the subject to keep my thoughts fresh until this week. I did check out some other people's stuff just because I was a tad confused and wanted to hear if I was missing something. And there is an obscure Marvel witch named Arcana Jones, who is part of the Sorcerers, the, uh, the Squadron Supreme, excuse me. Squadron mm-hmm. Supreme are Mar- for uh, for John. The Squadron Supreme are analogs to the Justice League. Right. So uh, Nighthawk is Batman. Hyperion is Superman. Oh. Arcana Jones is basically Zatanna. I thought right. Hyperion was a bad guy. Isn't there but the squad? Okay, but thing is there's different there's different Squadron Supremes. There is the original Squadron Supreme, which are villains. And then there's the Mark Gruenwald Squadron Supreme, which are heroes. And there's the Squadron Supreme that Jonathan Hickman used, which is another version. I mean, they're they're from a mul- they're multiversal characters. Right. So it's entirely possible that Emma Caulfield is Arcana Jones. But that's oh. like that's deep, deep, deep Marvel. Like she'd be the third uh, Moonglow was the character's name. Like right. so, we're pulling. Well, she could also be the missing person, the FBI. Right, because we still yeah, don't know. I who, forgot about that plot hole. That yeah. plot. We still don't know who he was. Right, who he was there to uh, witness protection check on. So that's the whole thing. Like, who is it? Uh, we know it wasn't Pietro. Maybe. I'm throwing, I'm just spitballing because I do well, believe that Evan Peters, that's, I do think this, now I'm more convinced than ever. This is Quicksilver from the Fox universe. It's that sure? guy, hundred percent. So no other reason to cast and him. That, and that's another thing. What happened to them in this episode? You know, I mean, oh, I know. they're going to, they're going to revisit that next We We needed this episode. They're going to come back next week and we'll get, we'll get that. Cause uh, yeah. I mean, and the thing is like, everyone's assuming that, when he comes up to her and says snoopers are going to snoop like that he's going to attack her that he's going to attack her but maybe, maybe not. he was right. snooping too like yeah uh-huh. maybe when wanda hit him with his with her magic it knocked him it out, knocked of him out. it's entirely possible we don't know we have no idea and now here's the real question is if you have evan peters as quicksilver are we going to get one of those sequences from the fox movies oh that would so. be that would be awesome because we if, we have, if we have Evan Peters as Quicksilver and we don't do that, we're missing an opportunity. And Kevin Feige loves these characters, right? Yeah. And, right. He clearly, and he clearly understands. There's only one reason to do this with Evan Peters, because they could have recast Pietro as anybody. Right. Anybody. You bring Evan Peters in for a reason, because mm-hmm. it opens up the door to the Fox universe, because we have the multiverse of madness, because we have Far From Home. Mm-hmm. And because the guy, the, the Quicksilver from Fox Universe is way faster than Pietro it's from this universe. Way faster. <clears throat> way, because he's a real mutant, not right. someone who had their mutant power unlocked, which, by the way, was confirmed this week. Because, we, again, Wanda, we see the scene that right. Wanda was talking about. She was about. already a witch. But yeah. she had the power, remember? Because she talked about it in Ultron. She's like, we the Stark bomb. We sat there for two days. She says it, and then they show it to us. Right, she right. made it happen. And why I guess, oh, might have died on the vine might not have but the mind stone made it just way way worse well the mind stone recognized her as a nexus being mm-hmm. a scarlet yes. a scar a scarlet mm-hmm. witch yeah what an awesome silhouette shot She's yeah. gonna, that's gonna be her from on right like we're gonna they've 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 done just enough um uh, troll campaigning to cushion us to the idea that elizabeth olsen would look awesome in the tiara thing <laughs> 
right? Isn't that yep. what they did by releasing yeah. all the silly images? Like, oh, that's to condition us. So when they do it, we're like, yes, as opposed to come on, like, you know. Right. Oh, no, no. That's, they that's, softened our brains up. It's standard psychological marketing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So, so now comes the question A, which question? How are they going to wrap it up? And B, can they do it in now? They've revealed the runtime for the last episode. And 45 minutes. 45. 50. Well, f- yeah, but five minutes credits. You know. Did they say five minutes credits? It said in the article that credits are about five minutes. So, so the total runtime is fifty minutes. You know, this yeah. is going to have an after credit scene, right? Of course, Marvel. This last, this is the last yep. one. They're going to have an after credit scene to tease um, multiverse of madness. I would assume, or so. or, or, or the new Spider Man. Um, mm. It's possible. So, yeah, forty-five minutes to wrap this up. It's going to be tough in my mind, but they're going to they're going to give us just enough, like. They're going to give us just enough to get us through it. Like, I thought the same thing with Mandalorian a couple months ago. I was like, how are they going to do this? And they did. They cleaned it up. I imagine they have. But this is going to. It's going to be one big fight, basically. Yeah, it's going to be a battle royale. You've got um, Photon. Mm -hmm. You've got. Quicksilver. And you've got the Scarlet Witch. (laughs) Yeah. And Agatha Harkness. Like, we've got a lot of. There's a lot of pieces on the table. And whatever the whole Howard's doing. Right. And and that's the whole thing. There's so. That's the whole thing. It's like. It's a huge battle. It's not just you know a quick fight between agatha and, and wanda it's oh. oh did you guys see i was right another thing about the hands uh what what remember i was showing the picture of the hands right master pan yeah, 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 yeah. Hands. Oh, and yeah. agatha when agatha yeah she's, she's holding them right she's holding them in the hands my wife yeah. called she's like you were right they just did it like this because she's like disney would never let that happen mm-hmm. and she was right but they gave me just enough to go you know what good job okay okay marvel guys speaking of that so during the house of m thing or no, it wasn't the House of M thing. It was it was one white vision came up in Marvel. Oh Comics. yeah, that's West Coast Avengers. I'm I, West Coast Avengers. Okay, I'm remembering something about Mephisto's soul was shattered, mm-hmm. and she had to try to bring him back, which brought in the Master Pandemonium thing, mm-hmm. right? So there's talk that the reason why she want the reason why she wants that power is to bring somebody back, and that would be Mephisto. Possible. That's I mean that's literally from the comics, and like that could be what Agatha's doing, trying to bring someone back. Could be a lot of things. Oh, jeez, could be her mother. Yeah, it could be trying to turn her son back. Could be the bad. I assume the rabbit is her son. I right. mean, like they had a nice scratch. little play. Yeah, mm-hmm. Minkless Scratch. They had. Uh, it could be a lot of things because you know she killed her mother. She might want to have the power to bring back her son, which is the flip of what they did in the comics. In the comics, Nicholas Scratch kills agatha so they did they took a little element from the comics and and like put turned it on its head right agatha kill her mother um there's a lot man i don't i don't know like there's still so much off the table but they did a good job giving us a lot and it's pretty odd i think they explained all the commercials too i think all the commercials are explained now even your magic yeah the draining it's draining yep. the draining magic yeah yeah so yeah i mean oh, the stark geez. toaster was the bomb <clears throat> yes yep. You know, that the the Timex, the the Strucker Timex was them, you know, uh, surviving and being tinkered with or, you know, tooled with very, yeah, very right. uh, Dr. Manhattan style. And Nexus, well, that's... She's a Nexus being. That's the yep. future. It's mm-hmm. all her tragedies, yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, I come back to, um, we've gone from Iron Man and uh, Captain America and, Clint- and Hawkeye, you know, to to Captain Marvel... Uh, the Scarlet Witch, Photon, like 
there are a lot of heavy hitters now in the in the MCU, like heavy hitters. Like each one of those could probably take out Thanos. So the phase on one the movies kind of worked around, you know, uh, a lot of low level threats until we got to Avengers one. The phase two movies were really like Thanos space based stuff. Yeah. Is phase whatever we're in right now Four. driving magic? Is is magic going to be the overall uh, yeah, thing that binds that it together? Well, no, I mean, again, like you said before, there are a lot of pieces in play. Mm-hmm. There's the scrolls, there's magic, there's um what's the time travel guy? Uh oh yeah, the Lo- the Loki show. Yeah, yeah. That's good. No, no, that. well, there's Loki, yeah. There, so the TVA or whatever they call that, um <clears throat> that agency. And then the no, the big bad time travel oh, guy. Oh Kang, yeah, yeah, Kang. Kang. Kang Kang is being talked about, right? Like mm-hmm. yeah. so the cast. So this is gonna be like there's this a lot is going insane. on. <laughs> There's a lot going on. So, okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It just hit me. There is one character in the Marvel Universe who is both a technical genius, an inventor, and a magician who's heavy enough to be the villain coming up. It's Doctor Doom. Oh, true. True. Yeah. But, like, they haven't yeah. even, they're not even working on a Fantastic Four movie. Not yet. Well, John, Jonathan Watt, John, John Watts is going to make it after he finishes the Spider-Man one. And we we didn't see Thanos until halfway <clears throat> through the what we saw uh, him in the we saw him in the tail end of the tail end of Avengers. Right. He just shows up as a, a oh, dude. Right. He's just sitting there. Right. Uh huh. <laughs> so what if what if all of this this mixture of technology? I mean, because think about it, the mixture of technology and magic points right to Doom. It does, he's, and he's the heavy hit. I mean, he's a heavy hitting villain. And there's Marvel doesn't have a lot of like. Like DC has these like massive heavy hitter villains, right? Dark Side, the Joker, Luthor, Brainiac, like all these like boom hitters. Marvel doesn't really have that. They've got Thanos, Magneto, and Doctor Doom, and that's pretty much it for like you know Galactus. Well, unless you, unless and Galactus you... is almost like too. I mean, Galactus isn't really a villain. He's just like a force of nature. Yeah. And yeah. like they did the purple fart cloud last time, and people didn't like that, so they got to they got to figure. <laughs> But you've got a few other heavy hitters, but they're all mm, from the X Men. Like, they're all from the X Men. Yeah, they are all from the X Men. Yeah, you have you do have your Apocalypse and, and Mister Sinister and stuff like that. But I mean, like the, the high Marvel Universe, High Evolution. Well, that's that's actually Avengers, and he's not really. Yeah, mm. they, 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 if they were going to use High Evolutionary, this is the place to do it, and they haven't done it yet. Oh, Hayward could be the High Evolutionary too. That's also possible. Now that that just came up, um, <laughs> just throwing shit out there. Just want to know what he is. No, There's I think no we could know that. I want. I think this could be leading to Doom because they've never given us a Doom that 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 plays in the dark arts, right? No. Doom and Doom, Doom is you know he he dances with the devil in the pale moonlight. Mm. He book, he killed the, the, de- the devil. <laughs> like he's Doom is way overpowered. Like, he can be. Well, depending on who's right. When Jonathan Hickman was writing, I mean, he rewrote time. He was like, yeah. no, what what Wanda did. Oh yeah. Like this. I, I you know what? I'm gonna stake my claim right now. I think this is building toward Doom. Okay. That would be interesting. Well, you're probably right. You called White Vision. You called a lot of things. So that I'm would be that would be the best villain com- comparatively. You're right. Because like bringing in Kang, that's like time. Kang when you bring in cool. time travel, Kang is cool. I like Kang, but he's not. I don't. I don't see him as being a villain to make everyone go whoa. Like when Thanos yeah. showed up, everybody went whoa. Yeah, but a lot of people know who Doctor Doom is. Doctor Doom is one of the most recognizable faces in Marvel comics, and he's got that name, Victor Von Doom. Like you know, it works. You don't see his face. He wears that mask all the That's time. That's Visage. Yeah, but he's got to like, be better than the last two. Can't be worse. It's no. true. Can't there's be worse. no. There's no way. And it can be worse. But I could see that. I could see Feige seeing that as a challenge too, though. 
because Doom has been screwed up so much, yeah. I know Feige's got the ball say, I do this. I'll do yeah. Doom. That's a funny thing. It's like in, in order of Doom, it's like from worst to best. It's like the fan four stick Doom, then the that's the it? worst that's the, worse than the corman doom that, no no the corman is the best of the three that's what i'm saying the corman doom is great <laughs> yeah just, <laughs> like that's just how oh, yeah. like they didn't even bother adring the corman doom because you know they didn't give a shit like well yeah but he was still like he was still to character though right oh, unlike the other two no i agree 100 that's the most i think feige could do justice to doom i really think i mean like I really think that's where this is going. True, because Doom Doom is like the thing about him is his backstory, how he cares about his people, what he's doing is it, he's one of those villains that's not it, he's only a villain. To, I don't know. He, he's a villain in real life, but right. he's he's the, he, the the hero of his own story. Right. Hold, hold on. What do you think borders Sokovia? Oh, oh, Latvia. Right. It's Latvia. Part of the world. Latvia. That area, yeah, uh-huh. it has to be I'm telling you, right? I'm calling, I'm staking my claim. We are building toward Dr. Doom. That would a be gr- a great version of Doc. Now, I, now I'm dreaming about who they could cast as Dr. JD plants its flag on Dr. Doom episode title, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, I love this show, man. And that's what the best part about it is no Marvel show is. No Marvel like event has kept us guessing this much, this frequently, no. you know. And the fact they change script on us every week lets you just imagine and dream further. Like I've said, it's this is the closest thing to reading comics of any other like experience. Yeah, I, I like, I like, I just, I still love the fact that it's making you care about the characters. Well, well that's, like the, that's the best part. You can't do this without characters. If you aren't invested in character, you never get these things. You never get people this invested. People yeah. don't care about plot. They care about character. They say they care about plot. They care about character. Well, you care about you care about the character if if you write a good plot that includes characters oh, yeah. like if, this. If like, you have if you have a great high concept, people will check it out. People will come back if they like the characters. Yeah. Right? Battlefield Earth is not a terrible concept, but the execution is dog shit. So it becomes horrible. Well, it was backed by Scientologists. So even Scientology could be an interesting, you know, science fiction book if you cared about the characters. If Xenu was interesting, people would come back. Yeah. We're going to get a letter. <laughs> I know. You're right. Anytime somebody sorry, talks sorry. about it, their ears perk up. Not, we're going to get a letter. Do not go after those Scientology people. They're crazy. Look at, look at Cruz. I'm telling you. Oh, Dave just came out and said it. That's fine. The letter, oh, letter will go to him. On, on that note, boys and girls, make sure you turn in next week for our two-hour WandaVision spectacular. <laughs> plan on plan on nothing next week. The show notes should be absolutely nothing. We're just going to talk about this show. But on that note, because nothing else matters. It. We should First watch commercial it live. break, <laughs> and we'll be right back after these messages. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right, I need a I need a palate cleanser after uh, Wandavision. Did we, did we break our record again? No, we were like forty minutes. That wasn't yeah. that bad. We're gonna matters. we're gonna we're gonna do a little social media madness. Oh God, well, you got highs, you got lows. <laughs> such is such is the game of life. You got the highs, you got your lows, and then you've got social media madness. <laughs> so <laughs> so like like purgatory somewhere in the middle. Uh, our fans love us and we love them stop so so of course we talked about uh dc comics possibly being bought by a fan group and uh our good friend timothy jones 
who is highly upset that he hasn't been mentioned in two weeks. Uh, <gasps> Sorry, Tim. Said if they do, maybe they can fix the fact that DC Comics is actually Detective Comics. Comics. It's annoying. I don't think it actually stands for it. I think the corporately it's just DC Comics. I don't think it actually stands for. No, but originally Detective that's where the name. Well, I that's where the name came from. Yeah. Yeah. I realize that, Dave. But I mean, like, I don't think that's actually the name of the company. Much like WWE does not stand for World Wrestling Entertainment anymore. The name of the company is just WWE. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I mean, well, wait, just... was that because they got upset after the WWF fiasco? Uh, part of that. That's why they became the WWE. But they're they're bigger than wrestling. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. This is what I think of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, just they—they they did not do well. Um, also, we had talked about your good friend uh, John Wesley Ship going to be returning to uh, the well, reprising the role of Golden Age Flash on uh, Jay Garrick, Star Girl. Yes, and uh, Rob Foster said, "I'm just excited that Ship gets it was given the role to begin with. We still have haven't." <laughs> We still haven't seen a cross-dimensional meeting of the CW Flash with the original ship CBS Flash like they did in the cinematic Flash. That would be beyond awesome. I do that. I expect them to do that on the Flash. For the record, yeah. I actually called this, too, when they announced that Flash was coming to a TV show. I said they should cast John Ship as, as Jay Garrick. Yes. Yes, you hey, did. Nobody listened to me, but that's but I did do that. Yeah, maybe they did they listen to you. Maybe that's where this all came from. No, I'm, uh, sure they, I'm sure they just looked at John Ship and went, hey, he looks just like Jay Garrick now. Because I did. Uh, Timothy Jones said, "Here we go. This is super cool. It's it better get here real fast." There we go, Tim. That's what I expect from you. Mm. Sour sour grapes in yep. newspapers across this fine land. Uh-huh. And and Melissa, who's at Gold to Unity, just said, "That's awesome." Oh, thanks. Yes. Uh, see, uh, see, our fans are being nice. Uh, and then, of course, we talked about. Our good, our good friend, our uh, our favorite director, J.J. Abrams. Uh, let me get my sunglasses. Constantine for HBO Max. Um, Shadow Walker said, "Like to see new person as Constantine and Keanu version." I didn't think they and Keanu, Keanu version and current all meet. Oh, okay. This is a very like this. My our friend here is uh, not speaking. a not a very good. No, it's just like this is all over the place. Our friend here is not a not a great writer. So. Yeah. But I didn't yes. think the Constantine one was bad. I thought oh, no, it was the, okay. the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the movie. Yeah, the movie's fine. It's actually aged pretty good, to mm-hmm. be honest with you. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I watched it not that long ago. It's not that bad. Huh. Um, and then, of course, Rob Foster said, uh, will, will he take it farther and just than just giving Dr. Fate's helmet a cameo. Didn't we, isn't Fate coming into something else? Didn't we Didn't we talk about that or hear something about he that? Just, oh, is he going to be in... Um, in the not just the the Black Adam movie, yes, that's where we talked about it. Yes, Naboo specifically. Yes, yes, yes. and then of course, uh, random Randy Savage said, "Oh man, JJ is the directorial equivalent of Panda Express. Yeah, it's food, but is it worth the Hershey water afterwards? It's better than JJ Abrams, or it was better than uh, Zack Snyder. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, Timothy Jones again, Mile three. <laughs> He really wanted on the show this week. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm kidding. He, he he literally messaged me on Facebook and was like, "I'm gonna make up for it this week." Yeah, wow, that's really. I respect driving a gimmick home like this. I hope he does a good job with this. It would be an interesting reboot on a cool character. Note: 
This gif is like the dark version of the Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast. That's exactly what that is. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Nice call, Tim. And Don Don agreed. Hot take. Yes, and our good friend Don from the Omega Level Nerds podcast said, that is a hot take, Mr. Jones. And finally, Elisa, who's at forever and for a day, said, how to miss the point of doing an adaptation. The whole point of it of... The whole point of it is people want it more comic style, not less. Avoid horror, younger take. Wow. This that's, is a night. Are you, are you having is, trouble with no, this? No, no, no. This is a night. I'm reading it along with Dave. This is that's not like, Dave's fault. This is terrible. This is terribly written. Sorry, that's Alyssa. Like, that's like really watering down the boys. It's HBO Max separate from the other magic takes. So, so they want to avoid horror? I don't know, man. Like, whatever. Let's just do this. Hmm. J.J. Abrams might be the new uh, runner of the DC Universe, by the way. Yeah, we'll get, we're going to get to that in a minute. Um, but that's it. That's all the social media uh, Amanda this week. Tim, you got three mentions, so I hope you're happy. Three. Okay. Sour grapes. Sour grapes. Sour grapes. <laughs> on, in, in finer newspapers across the country. Across this great land. Uh, on that note, if you would like to be a part of social media madness and kick Tim to the curb... Uh, yeah. Sit to the curb next week. Here's our good friend T Square to tell you how you can follow along at the apart. Enjoying the show? Want to be part of Social Media Madness? Make sure you are following SuperheroSpeak.com where you can find all of the show's social media links at the top of the page. While you're there, you can check out old episodes of the podcast as well as some other great content. Check the site often because we are posting some great comic reviews as well as comic book and movie news content every day. Make sure and follow us on Twitter at Superhero Speak. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. You can follow them at stars underscore geek. The Geek World All-Star Podcast Network include great programs such as the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, So Wizard, Fans on Patrol, The Gorilla Brain Podcast, and of course, Superhero Speak. Search for hashtag GWAllStars. You will not be disappointed. Now, it's back to Dave and the boys on Superhero Speak. Ah, thank Dave you for that, John. Dave can't talk today. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just. Uh, I, I I'm the you. one who drinks before the show, dude. What's no, wrong no, with no. you? This isn't on Dave. These these tweets were a mess this week. It was just pure yeah. stream of consciousness from people. No words or punctuation. It was there was some messiness. I got I got your back on this one. <sighs> Thank you. Someone does. Yes. Well, don't forget to check out the Omega Level Nerd Podcast, available wherever podcasts are, and on YouTube. And on that note, we're going to take our next commercial break, and we'll be right back. Messages. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we got some news this some, week. Some being um, um, <laughs> so the the uh, oh, oh, real quick, I just learned about this before we got on air. Uh, new San Diego Comic Con has been officially canceled for this year already. I, I kind of figured that this year would be a this would this year would be out for everything. I was I was I was thinking about it when I went running this this morning, and it's like, you know, I was thinking about New York Comic Con because about now is when we'd start looking for the emails 
for the uh, the verified accounts and all that. And uh, well, yeah, it's not. I mean, not. I, I don't. From my understanding, anything. there's still a couple that are up in the air. They haven't made decisions yet. There, there's no um, way. There's not enough vaccine in the U.S. Yeah. Hold on. Um, they've all said, yeah, but there's there's other factors. I don't want to get into all that. Um, they've said that they're going to do the virtual event again this year like they did last year, hmm. and that they're going to have a smaller but in-person event in November is what they have planned. So The way I want to look at this is imagine how awesome 2022 is going to be. Oh, yeah. When we can, <laughs> when everything is like over and people can like can you, come out. Can you imagine what the attendance is going to be for pe- people that for two years haven't been able to go to these? Makes me want to go even less. I know, right? But but still, and yet you still want to go, that, right? No, God, no. There's far too many people. I'm far too comfortable in this pandemic world, to be quite honest with you. Um, I was going to say, but you you have, among other things, you have the vaccine, so you would be fine. Vaccine, well, I know. I just don't like being around that many people in general. Last time I went to New York Comic Con, I had to like, pull myself over and be like, calm down, calm down. Oh, man. I I have to do that too. I'm, I'm an so introvert. Much. You know? Yeah. Like, it, it, gets, it gets to be too much, but... I don't know that like it's easier at comic cons because it's over those are my people, but yeah, I like <laughs> yes. it too. But I mean, it's, it can be the artist alley is not so bad. Like I'm New York comic cons. So the art, artist alley is not so bad. And like the floor is not so bad. Yeah. But the hallway. Oh yeah. No, man, that thing yeah. is overwhelming. Especially on like Saturday afternoon yeah. in the back of like the big hall in the York. Comic yes. Con. It's you get, it's you get into a, a people jam that will take 15 minutes to the- walk. The worst feet. is the people have like the big elaborate costumes and they're just there and everyone's stopping to take pictures. So I got like, stuck behind just the moving. <laughs> yep. An Optimus Prime. So. Optimus. I got stuck. I got stuck. I had a really good apocalypse once and I did appreciate it because it was like, I had all the hoses that looked right. I'm like, Oh, this guy did a good work. Now move the fuck out of my way. Like, yeah. yeah. Sorry. So, so my yeah. Wish. Well, uh, Hey, Hey, and just remember, uh, cosplay is how I met Sophia, right? Are, are sometimes, photographer well yeah but she had, there hasn't been anything for her to photog i know photog. right well i mean photog photog he's coining new words now all right um but yeah no i mean that's you know but you know it's i don't know it's like it's okay like i can only do new york comic-con eight something like that once a year and then after new york comic-con i take three weeks off and like curl up in a corner you know. Dude, Concrun was bad before COVID. Like I know, right? In a post-COVID world, like I couldn't imagine doing. I couldn't imagine doing WonderCon, New York Comic Con, Comic Con, and like Dragon Con all in the same year. Like I quiver thinking about that. And yet, I yep. know artists that do that. Well, that's how I make their living, and I get it. And I think it's one thing if you're like if you can sit in your seat and you're just you know good with it. But if you're like taking in the con the whole time, oh yeah, no. If you're if we're if you're like us roaming around looking for oh, see, to interviews. Yeah, it's but even then you're hanging out pretty much like in Artist Alley and stuff. Like, but if you're like on the show floor and looking at merch and like going to panels, because I panel is my favorite part of Comic Cons. That's what we do, though. Like, I am I'm going I go everywhere to find interviews with anybody. So it's not just Artist Alley. Like, you are a collector of interviews. Remember that one year we were we were playing like uh, 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 Philadelphia Comic Con interviews for like almost a year. We yes. like 90 I like talk. I do like. Uh, you did a good job. <laughs> we did a good job of that. I'm complimenting you. It was a lot. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to talk to that many people. I I still feel like I could do better interviews, but you know, it, it you get what you can, and so. it's hard to prepare for. Anyway, go ahead. Dan. So yes. Oh, so, anyway, <laughs> come back. Yeah. So so uh, obviously we're not. Uh, cons are still way up in the air. We'll see what hap- how this year plays out. Um, yeah. 
you know, but hopefully it won't be too much longer. Light and, at the end of the tunnel, man. Light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, yes. Um, speaking of end of things, we obviously talked a lot about WandaVision lately. Uh, has been confirmed there are no plans for a season two. Well, how refreshing. Well, how, could, how could there be? Right. We don't, well, we don't know how it ends next week. Like, it, yeah. if they wanted to make a season two, they could. I'm glad they're not because, you know. I, I, I would rather their, these shows just feel like contained yeah. long stories. Yeah, I agree. Time. I agree. Yeah. Not everything needs a season two. The big mistake of a lot of shows is pushing the season two. I'm glad we live in a post-syndication world. Well, the, you know? the nice the nice thing is Feige did say, if if I'm correct, that never say never. Yeah, but, right, right. But the, it's re- it's refreshing to hear somebody say that knowing that they mean if it comes up and we have a good story to tell, not, like, oh, this one is funny, now we want to make another well, one regardless the of thing story. Is, the thing is, WandaVision was a gimmick with the television shows. Yeah. So they couldn't do that again. They could do another right. show with Wanda, but it wouldn't be WandaVision. It'd be something yeah. right. completely different. And we're pretty right. sure Vision's not going to be around after. That. We don't know that. There's nothing confirmed. I'm holding out hope. Um, I, I don't. I don't. I think. I don't know. We might end up with White Vision for a little bit. That's possible. I could see that. Um, what was I going to say? I'm like I said. I'm really happy we're not getting another season of this. Like if Jack Schaefer, that's what. If Jack Schaefer has like a pitch, he's like, "Hey, Kevin, I just had this idea last night." Right. Then they go, oh, yes, we'll do that. That's fine. But I don't want them to be like, oh, you know, got to crank out another one. Like the, these the movies don't, these these whole things aren't feeling cookie cutter. Like, and I think the movies hit a spot where they were feeling a little cookie cutter for a while. Yeah. And we've we've moved past that, which is great. Like now we're in a, a new creative frontier with all this stuff. So yeah, let's just, let's just do what comes to mind. Unlike some other com- comic book companies, <laughs> Suicide Squad, <laughs> like, you know. And not only and not only that, just it's going to be the James same Gunn. thing. It's the same name. We're just putting the on the front of it. James Gunn changes everything. It's going to be I, good I, this time. I I know, I know. Okay, Suicide Squad is an awesome concept that is oftentimes butchered by people who really don't get it. James Gunn has proven through Guardians of the Galaxy that he understands this type of storytelling. I have nothing but faith that this is going to be great. It has John freaking Cena in it. It can't be bad. I should have I should have said Snyder cut, but okay. Yes, yeah, right. that's that's trash. Yeah. How much longer do we have? How what's our reprieve on this? How much longer till the four, Snyder cut? Four hours of Snyder cut. Jesus when does it Christ. come out? Like I'm like dreading this. It couldn't come out when my family was gone, and I could suffer from this without them. <laughs> you mean they they shouldn't have to suffer with you? No, no, exactly. Like I could do this and just you know drink. Dave, are you I okay? I could do that with my family. Are you okay, Dave? Premier premier date is March 18th. Is that going to be our wait? When's the when does March, March 18th is when Snyder Cut comes it's out? It's actually the day before Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay, <laughs> they're trying. We have a conflict here. Troll man. If, if they're trying to compare to MCU, I mean, geez, well, they're, they're, they're competing. They, they right. should have. They should have released it the week between. Yeah, they I know, right? They should. They cared. If they cared about us, done. exactly. <laughs> this show needs that right. break. Because we have nothing to talk about otherwise. So we know, though, this WandaVision, you know, leads into Doctor Strange, but I believe it also leads into Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, and we've got, the the yeah. we got the official title of Spider-Man 3. Oh, that was great. Wasn't it? And it is <laughs> No Way Home. Did you see the put the, the whiteboard? That was hysterical. And then they, they uh, you know, called out Tom Holland for... Yes. You know, 
Why wouldn't they tell me? Like, the co-stars oh, were like, yeah, no, you, those, you're, you're really asking? <laughs> those three have such fantastic chemistry together. Like, yeah. I'm so looking forward to this. And the, ex, you know, the exploitation, exploitation, the uh, expectation is that there will be more multiverse hopping. Oh, of course. And it's coming up before. We're going to get this at the end of the year. Well, we're we're getting the Doc Ock from the original Spider-Man trilogy. We're is that getting, confirmed? I, that's what I'm hearing. And Electro. Electro is confirmed. Electro is Electro's confirmed. confirmed. Electro yeah. is confirmed. But I mean, is, has, has Alfred Molina as Doc Ock been confirmed? <sighs> I don't know. I thought it was confirmed. Oh, did you guys know that Catherine Hahn was Doc Ock in the in Into the Spider Verse? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that voice. until recently. Yeah. She's awesome. Oh, she's amazing. She's so great. They, we this, know that. Just because this is WandaVision, they're going to overlook it for awards. You know, there's so many people in here who are getting awards. We know that. Gonna. We know Emma Stone and and Andrew Garfield were confirmed. We know that. Uh, what's her face? Mary Jane was confirmed. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be. It's going to be interesting. Mary Jane was confirmed. That's Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Thank you. Oh, Kirsten Dunst is confirmed. Okay. okay. I didn't. I mean, like, I don't know. I'm. I'm almost want to stay away from everything and. I don't know how this is going to happen, but I'm glad that it is. And I'm very excited. God, I love Tom Holland as Peter Parker. Like, I'm yeah. so happy. I'm so happy that Sony was able to say, you know what? We just, we can't do this. You we just want to adopt him. He's so cute. I do. <laughs> I do. He'd be a good little boy. He'd be a good son. Unlike the one I have now. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. He don't when he grows up and he watches this episode, no, he's going to cry and cry uh, and cry. Uh, Man, I so, tried to read him a story last night. He said, Daddy, so, I don't want to do this. And hung up the phone on me. Oh, so I, th- I kind of feel like, yeah. like Far From Home, is a, there's a double uh, meaning to that. My, this is my guess. Number yeah. one, because his identity has been exposed, he can't go home. Yes, I so he's far from home. And he ends up hopping universes. Yeah, I, I think no so. Way, no home. way home. That's No the, way home. No way yeah. home. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So, so, yeah, no way home. Like, he... he Maybe they throw him out into the multiverse of madness and he can't, he has to find a way home. It's great. No I, love, I love this idea. I love everything about this. This is going to be so much fun. Hopefully we theaters are up and running when it comes out later this year. I, mean, I was, I was hoping it was going to be called Spider-Man home alone, but yeah. Well, that was also on the whiteboard, by the way. <laughs> and I, I, th- I think that the untitled, was it the, there was a note under that that said copyright problems or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, all, that's awesome. But, but uh, can you can you have imagined how excited we could have been about this kind of stuff 10 years ago? I mean, like... It was, M- in, M- it was unfathomable, really. Well, Marvel yeah. is killing it. They are, they, they are just yeah, killing it. Yeah, you wouldn't even think of them being able to pull this off before the MCU launched. Nope. When I remember when uh, Iron Man showed up at the end of Hulk, and you're like, "Sweet, yeah!" And now it's now we're talking about Spider-Man multiversal <laughs> hopping and meeting other versions of Spider-Man and, versions and, that came out after Iron Man, which is even crazier. Like, I love I love the world we live in. We've got half the roster of characters in uh, in Marvel comics that people actually care about. Almost almost half of every character that people actually care about. And we haven't even dipped into the the X Men yet, the the mutants, and and my it's God, awesome. we care about almost every single one of them. And it pisses off a lot of the cinema the cinema snobs because they're giving people stuff that they enjoy watching. Oh no, yeah, yes. do, yeah. Don't there is only there is one cinema snob. So don't he's, no, he's I, okay with it, but no, I mean a literal cinema snob, not yes. a guy with a trademark. Like like mm. you're, I love Martin Scorsese, but I mean he's an old man who's got to stop p asking people to get off his lawn. Like oh yeah, no. 
No, exactly. And, it's not only like, why can't you consider this good storytelling just because there's action and adventure in it? It is. Um, it's become people, because it's become so prevalent and it's become harder for like smaller movies to be made. But I mean, that's just the case of like, that's just economics. Like, right. We're not in a, you know, it's like in the fifties when, when Hollywood's golden age went to shit and they were just pumping out monster movies and cowboy movies. Like, cause but, that's what was selling. Yeah. Right. But, but, but the thing is they're comparing these to just big explosion fests. And if you want one of those, you'd go Michael Bay or JJ right. Abrams. Right. But this is storytelling mm-hmm. and epic hero journeys and, yeah, and but, good, good characterization. But it's not what they want. So that's the problem. Yeah. Right, well, right. you know, it's very, it's very selfish. The problem is it is what they wanted. It's just not the way they want it. I mean, I mean, it's like, it, it's everything you want in a show. It's not just if, if you took the hero aspect of it away, that the, the, the comic book aspect away, it's still epic journeys of heroes going through trials and tribulations. That's the problem is like, because it comes from comic books, it immediately, right. You know, what are we like? What are we? We're a nerd culture show. What we love, even though it's one of the most popular things in the world right now is still defined as being nerd culture stuff. Not just, not just popular culture. Like we've transcended. We really have, but people still, and it's mostly baby boomers want to put those parameters on everything like that somehow disqualify it and gatekeep it. And you know, they don't matter anymore. And I love Martin Scorsese. You know, Goodfellas is a phenomenal movie. Raging Bull is genius too long, but genius. You know, <laughs> he just but he doesn't matter anymore when it comes to this stuff. Like no. you had your time. Someone else's time now. Yeah, and yes, I'm... these will these will get passe at some point. Hollywood will get tired of them at some point because that's just the nature of film. But for right now, goddamn, let us enjoy it. Right, exactly. I mean, people people had your hero. I mean, you had the Duke in in the old western, yeah. right? You know, Silverado and 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 a whole bunch of other westerns that were really good. It's like right. they were superheroes of their time, exactly. You know, the, the Zorro and uh, mm-hmm. and and what's his name, the uh, the masked guy. What's his uh, with silver? Lone Ranger. Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger. Like all those guys. Oh, Green you're, Hornet. You're 100 percent right. The problem is, is like star vehicles don't work anymore and it used to be if you wanted to get a movie made if you had this great idea for a movie all you had to do was attach tom hanks or Mm. something to it and that's how it would get made but those like realistically speaking those movies were just studio machine stuff you slap a star on it and the the overwhelming majority of those movies are forgettable Mm -hmm. they're totally forgettable because they're not they're based on selling on selling a product they're widgets you could say the same thing about superheroes but except not except the ones with tom hanks Tom Hanks is a national He's treasure, good. I just, and everything he did was good. No, no I agree. No, I'm just using that as an example. I'm yeah, sorry. Every, right. every Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan movie is exactly the same. You are right about oh, it that. Is. It's true, yes. yeah. That, which that, goes back to what you were saying. No, Joe versus the Volcano is much different. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. That's a different movie. That's a weird movie. But yeah, yeah Sleepless in Seattle, and You Got Mail, and like rom- every romantic, and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to poop on romance stuff, because that stuff is, in my world, it murders everything. That's, that's the 300-pound gorilla. But... But like these movies, man, they work. And I get it. It's taking attention from what you want. But now with streaming television, there's more opportunity for people to get their story out than any time before. Mm-hmm. But we've they got can... romance in the MCU too. There is. There's stuff that's yeah. been that's that's been that's been we kind of have one right now. Exactly. You know what is it? What is this but a it love is, story? It is a love story. It's very much a love story. It's a 
tragic love story. It is. It's yeah. absolutely. It's absolutely tragic love story. It's about. It's a show about grief and loss. They just. It's metaphorical done with superpowers. Like that's what these Marvel movies are. Is they sell you. They sell you a real story. Guardians of the Galaxy is about being an orphan and finding family. Yeah. Right. Finding a misfit family. And like, people like that. Yes. Captain America is about is literally the great underdog tale. Like he gets that big, big ripped up body, but really it's like it's his spirit that lifts everybody. But it's an it's a great patriot story. Iron Man is a story about you know rejecting commercialism and corporate greed. Like these movies have like real stories to them, but and they and they become palpable with people by selling them with superheroes, right? But they're really like telling stories, but people can't admit that, right? They, they wouldn't care so much about the superhero part of it if it weren't for the characterizations and the stories behind it. I agree Let's with face you. It. That's I mean, Because, you, you, I mean, we've got the perfect the perfect dichotomy. DC and Marvel, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. DC, dog shit. Marvel, Marvel is like, well, again, killing it. <laughs> so you brought them up. So let's go across the aisle and talk about some DC news. Uh, oh, I like this one. Okay, let's do it. Uh, well, first, we're going to uh, the article that I included last minute. Um, so, the uh, new soup, there's a new Supergirl in town. Uh, she's going to be in the Flash movie. Shasha Call, who is from The Young and the Restless, uh, will be playing Supergirl in the Flash movie. Uh, Did you see the video? They had the Zoom call of uh, Andy Machete offering her the role. Oh no! I didn't you guys see that. Oh my god! It's the most adorable thing in the world. They because they, they they did all their auditions. All the auditions now are being done on Zoom. Right, right. right? And he's like, "Hey, uh, can you do one more?" She's like, "Yeah." She's like, and "He goes, I just have a quick question." He goes, "Will this fit?" And he picks up the the outfit. Oh my and god! She starts crying. Oh my like, god! At this point, I'm like, I love her. I want this. <laughs> this is perfect. Like it was just like I get it. Like in that moment, you just saw the vulnerability and passion. And you know I'm I'm so excited for this because I love Annie Machete. Like it, it chapter one is a great movie. It's a yeah. great. It's one of the best horror films of the 21st century. Strong hmm. words. It, it is. It is. Well, it chapter two is is not because that part of the book is a mess. So it's very hard to adapt. And that's not on him. That's on Stephen yeah. King. Well, let's uh, let's face it. The first the first book is a little bit of a mess too. Like as long as they take out the but it's child editable. pornography, <laughs> but I'm saying it's editable. Like like yeah. coked up Stephen coked up Stephen King. Like the like child his most <laughs> his most famous works are when he's on all the drugs and his <laughs> ideas are all over the place, right? Right. But his stuff lately now that he's off everything is so much more focused and so good, yeah. right? But I mean, like that's the thing about like the the early it books is easy to edit because you're like, oh, I'll just cut this and I'll cut this and we'll be fine. But like the end of it is a is a mess. And don't even get me started on on the turtle. Like, you know, it's that's very hard to translate. <laughs> and Andy Mache did as good a job as possible. He is gonna knock this flash movie out of the park. I'm very Hopefully. excited. I hope so. I would like a good flash movie. They need it. I don't again, know about like, I don't again, know about Ezra Miller, but uh, I me still neither. I can't that. how did that dude not get canceled? In yeah, this culture, I know. like Some, in in everything, it's like, oh, he choked somebody and got away with it. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't care if they replace him. He's, I mean, like he's expendable. Yeah. That's Michael true. Keaton is in that movie. Protect him. Like you keep Michael Keaton safe at all costs. Mm-hmm. Ezra Miller. Protect <laughs> <laughs> Michael Keaton. Well, wait a minute. We uh, just lost. We just lost somebody else because of something like that, didn't we? Who Who was it? There was another actor that just got fired because of that. It's not coming back. Well, Army Hammer got fired from something because he was talking about eating people. Oh, my God. I don't even want to talk about that. That freaked me out when I That's heard that. so weird. Oh, my God. No. 
<laughs> I was like, oh, he, almost, he was almost Batman twice. I know he he was the Lone Ranger. The less said about that, the better. Oh, yeah. Hammer wants to eat people. Oh my god! You just and you don't you look at the guy and you just look at the roles he's been in. Like dude, you you don't picture dude, that he is no he is the American Psycho. He is Patrick Bateman. <laughs> like it's him. <laughs> boiled down he's from this like blue-blooded oh he's the dark batman that's what he is because he's from this blue-blooded family you know has everything holding Aww. a deep dark secret that he wants to eat people that he's actually hannibal lecter oh my god i have to write this <laughs> i love yeah. this <laughs> remember we lost elastic man from from the flash yeah oh, yeah 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 that's yeah, right. we lost him too and there's somebody else that i know i can't i can't remember you should say well, we lost him because like he, he if you f up well yeah you no lose he, you you are removed well and then that's the other thing we heard there was like there were rumors that amber heard was fired oh that's right Aquaman that too, is, but but yeah. apparently that was rumors they're saying that that's not true now so someone else know. someone major was rumored to be cast in the role and I, I remember I went, ooh, I like that, but I forget who who they said. Why why did they do Amber Heard again? Was Her and Johnny Oh Cap my was... god. Oh. You have not been following that? No. Just don't fa- f- No, no. Find the recordings and what this woman said to Johnny. It's it's insane. They have no possibly... one's gonna believe you because I'm the woman and oh my god. Yeah. They have... to- toxic relationship. They have the most the possibly the most toxic relationship. Ever well, I'm sure there's been a lot that are like that, but the fact that we all have one of these now is yeah. nobody, it's hard to get a it's hard to get away with anything. <laughs> That's an accident. Um, yeah, <laughs> or was it? <laughs> and me too. So yeah, that's a yeah. On your, own I mean, t- on your own time, dig into that one. Apparently, she was abusing him, and like, and there's it might a recording. Have been a, it might have been a two way street with. Her, I don't know. There's a recording of her saying, "You can't tell anyone. No one's going to believe you," and all this stuff. And it's just like it's yeah. messed up, man. It's messed up. Like, there's a lot of bad, bad stuff. Hey, uh, J.J. Abrams, Superman. <laughs> I want to get off this. Okay, okay, let's get off it. Um, I don't yeah, know so, about this. Tanish, oh, no. Tanahasi. Tanahasi Coates, one of the most important intellectual minds of the 21st century. J.J. Abrams are supposedly working on a new Superman movie. Um, but again, I don't. I mean, I take this news with a grain of salt because, A, how many projects have they announced that have never gotten made? And B, this feels like it's riding off the coattails of him saying he's going to do Constantine. So, well, suppose he moved Bad Robot to Warner because yeah. I think he wants to play in that sandbox. And JJ, say what you want about JJ Abrams, he's a movie machine, right? And he'll he'll have a lot of stuff that's, going on. That's what Man of Steel was missing was lens flares. So yeah, I get it. Well, well no, man, I mean, like to be fair, man, what what JJ say what you want about JJ Abrams? I do feel like his characters have more heart and understanding. Like if you read. Uh, the flyby movie that he wrote 20 years ago. I didn't love it, but the problems with it weren't the problems with the man of steel. Right. Yeah, But look what he did with the stop with the star Trek. I mean, everybody hates his star Trek. Uh, the movie's made money, but every, all the real okay, Trekkies. The Trek, that, yeah. The Trek, but the movie, okay, look at this, the Trek, the movie wasn't made for Trekkies. The movie was made to attract people who didn't like for fast Trek. and furious people. Yeah. Basically. That's what they were trying to do. And it's just not star Trek, but I don't think they're bad. I mean, I get you not liking it, but there's a lot of people that do like those movies because they were reaching a different audience. And I think the mistake of the star Wars movies was taking him out of the third one, because that's what created all the, the messed up narrative stuff. They should have just said JJ do all three. Cause then like, if you like it or if you don't like it, at least would have been consistent. The biggest problem with those three movies is there's zero consistency. Yeah. Well, it's not just zero consistency amongst each other and zero consistency 
within each other. That's what I'm saying. The, because the they're made by, Spock thing and like, like you know. the, that's the thing is like they both had different ideas for what those movies should be, and it never should have been done that way. It should have just been if they jumped on with J.J. Abrams, they should have just stuck with J.J. Abrams the whole way through. Because at least we'd have gotten one consistent story. In this, instead, we got them doing competing films, you know, where the characters right. have completely different journeys that don't really mesh up together at all. So I mean, that would work with the first three with George Lucas's guiding hand didn't work with these, mm. right? If JJ, if JJ guides all three of them, then at least again, you could hate the movies and I get that. It's perfectly fine, but they would have been consistent instead right. of what we got, which was completely inconsistent. And that's, that's the biggest problem. Whether you love them or hate them, you cannot deny that none of the, those three movies do not coalesce. They, they do not fit together. Well, they were just, they, they were all spectacle. It's all those things. They, there was no intellectualism, no, no, no cohesive plot, no, no con- continuity. They were that's all the spectacle. That but that's it. But that's the problem, though, is you had two different directors who wanted to do two different things. Right. And you can't coalesce those together. Like those don't, those don't fit. Like at least with the, with the with the original Star Wars movies, Lucas was saying this is what it's going to be. Lucas, Lucas didn't do the original Star Trek movies. Star Wars, I said. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, we're yeah. You're comparing Star Wars to Star Trek. I'm sorry. Star I'm, sorry I'm sorry. There's there's a hard like wall between those two in my brain. It's oh, like... fair, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I meant the Star Wars movies. The Star yeah. Trek movies. Yeah, it's a nightmare. Like, I, 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 as much as I like the first one, the second one had its moments. Trying to make Khan a, a mystery character really didn't didn't. It work. was horrible. Yeah. Well, it didn't like work. yeah, and the I third, like the one, third one. one. The third he didn't one. Even is... knew the third one. Mm. He didn't write that. He didn't. He didn't. Make so, it. I'm still blaming it on him. <laughs> it's like. Yeah. Oh, so him doing Superman. Uh, Tom Hasse, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Tom Hasse Coates. He writes, he wrote the Black Panther revival in 2016. Mm-hmm. They got a ton of press. Uh, he's currently writing Captain America. He's uh, one of the most important voices on race in this century. He, the man is uh, a brilliant, a brilliant writer. He's and an it, author and journalist for the yeah. Atlantic. Oh, he's a genius. A national like, correspondent. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not over exaggerating this. He's literally one of the most important voices of the 21st century, especially when it comes mm-hmm. to relations on race. So, there's speculation is they could be doing the Black Superman movie, which, um, if if DC is all about embracing this multiverse, why not? Right. I mean, they've done it in the comics already. Yeah. So it's it's. Hmm. There's already a. I don't know what Earth it's supposed to be. But there's already. A oh, don't even keep track of that stuff. That's yeah, impossible. That's, that's impossible. Just consider every movie so, a little island unto itself. Which is fine because that's DC, and that's when DC is at its best. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. I mean, and it's like so. It's so funny because like the the people are getting so weird about this online, and I'm like, why? You know. I know there's um, so many more important things, and I love Superman. You guys know that, but there's so many more important things. But to be it, upset it's about. also it's also like. Like WandaVision. <laughs> it's like, we all know DC's doing this whole standalone movie things. So mm-hmm. it's not like we're, we're you know, it, it's not like this is replacing Henry Cavill and then we're going to have Ben Affleck and him and this new Superman together in a movie. That's not going to happen. Right. Like, this is a whole different take, yeah. whatever. My issue, in all honesty, I'm just tired, like... How many times are we going to redo Batman and Superman? Exactly. What about the other characters? That well, they, thing. they announced also that we're getting a Blue Beetle movie. Oh, I missed that one. Oh, yeah. Mm. Sorry. I heard it on Kevin Smith's show. So, And I literally forgot. John, can you Google that real quick? Yep, sir. Right. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to type because my computer will shake if I type. Uh, I forget who's making it, but they're going forward with Jamie Reyes or Jaime Reyes' Blue Beetle. So, oh, okay. great. And I think I heard they're doing something with Static, too. Great. Yeah. 
yeah, this is what we need. Like I said, I'm all for, I'm all for experimentation and less of what we're getting currently. Angel Manuel Soto to direct Blue Beetle Latino Superhero. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Great. And that's uh, a great, that's a great and best version of that character. Like, I don't know if you ever had a chance to read the Jaime Ray. It's like, uh, it's like Latino Spider-Man with mm-hmm. like a biomechanical suit. He's awesome. Right. Yep. And uh, to your, to your comment about, you know, the, uh, DC being the best when it's, you know, individual stories, uh, Bruce Tim in 20 years of animation would beg to differ. But that's his stories though. I, I know, but, but the thing is that it was one continuity yeah. with all these characters, but you know, he had over three... like seven different animated. And I don't, and I don't shows. disagree with you on that, but it was, it was actually like 10 years, 15 years, but it was like, he was in control of all of that. And like, I don't, uh, if we, <laughs> That's like what Feige has. What, what Bruce Tim had over the cartoons is what Feige has over the movies. DC's not doing that right now, unless J.J. Abrams literally becomes that guy. Man, I don't know if Abrams... Uh, I don't know. He's the only guy that could, to be honest with you. They need that. They don't have that. Mm. It was going to be Jeff Johns. Well, it was going to be Jeff Johns, and that didn't, that didn't happen. It didn't work no. out. No, it did you not. <laughs> so... I'm okay. I mean, like I said, I know you don't love him for the Star Wars or the Star um, Trek stuff, That's but... Because, you know... Jeff Johns wanted to do everything in the one Green Lantern at movie. At once. At once. At one time. We're going to do four sequels. How about you just make the first one good, bud? Let's just focus on that. Oh, you didn't. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so this, I mean, so these two stories, right? Supergirl in Flash and J.J. Abrams rebooting Superman. Uh, and I forgot to include this in, in the email, guys. Um, has led to, I don't know if there are rumors I don't know if this is solid or not that Henry Cavill is definitely out as Superman. And that has also spawned. Apparently Henry Cavill is in talks with Marvel now to possibly play Captain Britain. Jesus criminy. <laughs> well, at least they'll be able to use him properly. Cause when you use Henry Cavill, you should use the best parts of him. You know what you should do? You should. Okay. 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 Wait, wait, hold wait, on. Do hold you on. want Let's... to use the best parts of Henry Cavill? John? Is that what you're thinking? <laughs> hold about? on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. I earlier this earlier in this episode pontificated that Emma Caulfield might be Arcana Jones, a character from the Squadron Supreme. Mm-hmm. If you really want to get DC, do you know who you have Henry Cavill play? Hyperion. Oh, oh, Hyperion. 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 Oh, oh, he would do great on that. That's what you do is you do a Squadron Supreme with people who were in DC movies. Oh, God. Oh, that would be brilliant. I don't know if that's going to happen, but I'm just, you know, no, I mean, I'm just cracking wise. Utterly brilliant. Do you bring in Affleck or do you... Uh, well, pick one. There's a million. Yeah. What do you want to play? <laughs> or, do, or do you use uh, um, the other one? Oh, uh, Pattinson or Christian Bale. Bale, that's it. Bale. Bale. Well, he's already the God Butcher. Oh, that's right. But he likes money. Like, <laughs> I think I think it would be a great way to do it. Eh, let's just make... Let's just do our own version of the Justice League. Which, who knows? If, if Emma Caulfield really is uh, obscure-ass Arcana Jones... Anything is on the table at this point. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I would love that. Oh, that would be insane. Let's start a rumor. We'll pitch a story that we got this covered. <laughs> oh, god. oh yeah, that, that's that's. Well, the they plan. get picked up by. I've seen them on get, get you know picked up by national chains now. It's like what the hell. So 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 Marvel's Marvel's going to out Justice League DC. That's the that's the. Oh, rumor. what it's they already have. Plan. Come on, let's let's. You know, but with the actual, done Avengers, come on, with their with their version. Well, I think with Squadron Supreme, it'd be funnier. Oh yeah, no, right. Because you could base it on Mark Grunewald's like amazing Squadron Supreme graphic novel, which came, which was 
if Watchmen wasn't Watchmen, that would have been the that would have been the movie people talk. That would have been the story people talk about with superheroes growing up. It's yeah. very similar, but it got swallowed up because of Watchmen and the zeitgeist around Alan Moore. Isn't there another group like that, Alpha Flight or something? Or is Alpha that... Flight's just Canadian Avengers? Okay, yeah, or yeah. Canadian X Men. All right. Well, I think that's enough news for the week because you know we're running a little long to get into our last bit of the week. But before that, we'll take our last commercial break, and we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. Do, 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 do. I thought we were done. All right. Well, <laughs> suffer. We're back. we're back, boys and girls. We're going to make John suffer a little bit. We're going to talk about something fun. We're going to continue talking about Superman. I was pleasantly surprised with this. So... This week, or well, last week, by the time you see this, we got the premiere. It was a, a two-hour premiere of Lois and Superman on the CW. Mm. And yes, I, I agree, John. I was pleasantly surprised. It is so different than all the other CW shows. It was actually good. So let's go around and see what all our, 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 our first impressions are. Of course, mine is pleasantly surprised. John's pleasantly surprised. J.D.? The first 15 minutes were possibly the greatest piece of Superman I've seen since Christopher Reeve. Wow. This was the most phenomenal beginning. It distilled everything about Superman into what it should be. So what I love about this show is he's not a god in the sense. Like, he's definitely not the overpowered Superman. Like, he... You know, uh, spoilers, boys and girls. If you haven't seen, he's that golden age. Uh, uh, the um, oh, silver age, silver age. Sorry, if you silver haven't seen that, Superman yeah. and Lois, we're going to be spoiling it right now. Um, so he he try he stops a, a fire in a nuclear reactor by freezing a piece of the river, picking it up. But he's struggling picking it up. It's not like he's oh, this is so easy. He can't move planets. He's not that strong. Hmm. Um, but not only that. They gave us such a great emotional element to it. Yeah. That makes him vulnerable as well. So you like, he's Superman, but he's vulnerable in a lot of ways. And it's just like, this is what we need. And it's, he's such a good actor. He really is. He nailed it. He absolutely nails Superman to his core. Like from worry, his worry about the world, his worry about his family, like the soup, the biggest problem with Superman the biggest weakness of Superman isn't kryptonite. It's the fact that he can't fix everything. Right. And he feels like he has to, right. It's the, uh, it's the, I can't, I just can't do enough. And that's the guilt that drives Superman. It's not like Peter Parker's guilt. of Oh my God, I screwed up and killed someone. It's the guilt as I have all these gifts and I can't, I can't give more of myself. And then I love that toppled with, you know, compounded with the guilt of not being a good enough dad. It was, it was oh, really good. My God. It was really good. And you're sitting there, you're sitting there listening to everything that's going on with him. It's like, yeah, there's no way like superpowers don't mean anything for this. Like you can't do crap. I mean, it's, you know, with, and the one thing I don't, the one thing I don't get is like how this is going to fit in with the CW universe where with when in Supergirl, when he was on in Supergirl, they were just having their kid. Now they've got twins and they're older. So this must be forwarded in time, I guess. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not, either, I'm not like, sure where this falls in the CW universe. All of a because sudden, in the, I, I usually I'm usually on top in, of that. Because in the Crisis crossover, they ended up in their own like reality shard, and I thought that was going to be the basis of this, and them breaking out of it or whatever. But like, I don't like I don't know how this fits in, but I don't care. 
Right. Like, no. Like yeah, they no, don't have to they don't have to tie this into any of the other CW shows. This could be its own thing. Um I think Superman works better too if he's on his own, to be yeah. honest with you. And right. Elizabeth Tullock. She's good. Great Lois Lane. Boy, yeah. she comes out in the, the first scene where she's dressed for work. She's got like the super cleavage shirt. All I can think is if that was my mom, I'd be like, what are you doing? <laughs> like two teenage boys going to work. I'd be like, what are you doing, ma? Yeah. No way. That's just the first thing I thought. So I'll be honest, you guys. I love the show. I thought it was great. It ended and I said, that was really good. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> really? Really? Um, I'm going to give it I'll a try. You, but... I'll tell you when they lost me is when they went to the bonfire. Lost me. I'm like, fuck, it's another CW show. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, it's another, oh, we got to hang out. And it's the kids and the teenagers and the brooding and Clark's yeah. is so sad. And I was like, you had me. It was almost perfect, but it's not going to be about Superman. It's going to be about his freaking kids. And I'm like, I don't have a problem with that. If I had gotten a real Superman, we have not had Superman. Like, I feel like we've skipped steps A, B, and C and gone right to D. And I don't mind D, but where we're, where, why can't we have A, B, and C? Mm-hmm. Like, every time we do Superman, there's got to be a gimmick attached to it instead of just giving me good Superman. And they got the right guy. They got the right Lois Lane. I don't mind they have kids. I got yep. worried when I saw they were going to be teenagers. And then, yep, angsty teenage bullshit in Smallville. And I, I put up with that for 10 years. <laughs> I have 10 True. years of that under my belt. And now they want me to do it again. And it's like, you know what? You almost got me. And now... <laughs> Now I got to watch more kids being all moody and whiny. And I just don't, I I don't don't think they're going to be the center. I don't think they're going to be the center part of it. It's just going to be all the stuff he has to deal with. In addition to whatever is going on. I was going to say, I kind of feel like, I feel like that wasn't the focus. Like that felt like that was happening in parallel with everything that, that Superman was going through or Clark was going through. You might be right, but my vibe is this is a CW show and they're going to make it a CW show. I felt like we had to check boxes. And I'm like, you just ripped off the but scene I felt, from Karate Kid and I, I felt like, it with superpowers. I felt that Bonfire scene was there to establish that it was Jordan who had the powers. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. there. Absolutely. It was there to establish Jordan who had powers, which is very predictable. And like, I just, it's just not what I wanted, man. And I thought the kid is just, I thought their moment with him and his brother were great. You could tell it's a very realistic brother relationship. His yeah. acting with Clark when he's super sad and he buries his head in his dad's chest was great. I got emotional. I got teary eyed, but I said to myself, this is not what I, it's just not for me. And that's fine. I'm glad. I hope it lasts 10 years. I really do. But it's just not for me. It's, I just don't, I just don't like the CW-ness of these shows. You hope it lasts 10 years until just before the kid puts on the suit and then they cut to, to CGI. No, I mean, <laughs> it ends right there. That's in Smallville too. Like, <laughs> we got that show. It was fine for what it was, but when it was actually time to make Clark Superman, they didn't do it. Couldn't do it. Whatever reason we yeah. danced around Superman for five years and then he's Superman show ends. Ha ha. Gotcha. Yeah. And then you give me bad movie after bad movie of Superman and it's just like, oh, this here you go. This guy, the perfect super. This woman, the perfect Lois Lane. She's good. Every, she's the best she's Lois great. Lane we've gotten since the original. Yep. Everything was great about this show. And you're going to give me this pouty-ass, whiny kid. And I'm just like, I'm done. I'm done. Like, I just, it made, and the problem was, too, is I watched that movie, and, oh, I watched that show, and then I watched WandaVision. And I, so, I was very happy oh with Superman in the so, moment. But then after watching, I'm like, okay, so this is what one group is doing with their TV specials, their TV shows. And this is what someone else is doing. And it just made me so angry. So, okay. Well, I will say the one thing I thought was missing when he reveals that he's Superman to his boys 
and he picks up the truck and then he flies up with it. That was the opportune time to play the Williams theme. Oh, yeah. But obviously they're trying to separate from that. He should have taken his boys flying is what he should have done. <sighs> that, But that would have been like just – I was waiting for – I'm like sitting there waiting for – and like it didn't yep. happen. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. It's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm all right. That didn't bother me, but it would have been – you're right. It would have been a good moment. It would have been a good moment too in the very beginning when he catches the green uh, PT Cruiser. That would have also been another good moment. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like I said, for me, it's well done. It's well acted. It's well written. But, I appreciate the cinematography was different enough from Smallville. It, it the is. The color palette was different than Smallville. Like Smallville was heavy backlighting to give this like nostalgia glow to it. They didn't do that here. I like the use of Morgan Edge. As a, as a reoccurring villain, I think that's going to be really smart. Mm-hmm. I think it's checking all the boxes for me, but I'm not interested. So what if... Hell, it even has Emmanuel Shriek as uh, Lana, for crying out loud. What if What if Jordan ends up being Superboy Prime? That's how I feel. I mean, that's probably why... That might be why well, I'm reading it. So I'm, I, I felt like I was watching Superboy Prime. And that's like... That's how I mean, like, and again, there's kids with problems and I get what they're trying to do is they're trying to give you a super a, a kid, a super powered kid who has emotional issues because and they're trying to normalize it and, and make that. I get it. It's fine. No, I have no issue with it on its own. It's just not it's just not what I want, because like, I feel like we could have a real Superman show, but we're not because they're going to make it CW because they're going to make it like. Oh, I guess it, man, the teenagers and doing the teenager thing. Just, what, you're, what you're saying is we're going to get the episode where it focuses on the fact that the the one brother doesn't have powers is really jealous of the other brother, right? We're going to get there and they're both going to tell you what happened. They're both, by the end of season one, they're both going to have powers. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. He's gonna, The writing is on the wall. Right. I right. mean, Already. The, you, yeah. can't, you can't have Jonathan Kent and not have him become. He actually is Superboy. Right. right. And he knocked that tree and he knocked the, the he, he knocked the, um, the tire off the tree the tire swing off the tree yeah. when he was like five. So, so he's going to have superpowers. Yeah. I just didn't know that the other one did too. And I just, like I said, I get it. It checks all the boxes. It's just not, it's just not what I want from a Superman show. And it disappoints me. Well, at least like you said, like the cinematography and the writing and it's the good. actors are a cut above the rest of the CW shows so far, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, like the other CW shows, it's specific, specifically like, and I guess like you can tell me if this is like you watch like the Arrow and all the others, and they're obvious like you know set to set to set. Whereas this this the cinematography of this made it feel expansive. Yeah, it felt bigger, like a movie. You know, they spent right. money. Um, they spent money. Are they going to be able to spend that week to week? Yeah, and, true. Uh, that's that's what I keep saying. Like, there's the problem. It's this CW. pilot was so good. Are they going to keep this quality up? And I have a feeling they're not. And that's that's my that's, fear. That's a problem. That's why I'm like, I'm waiting to see this week's episode. A, how much Superman versus the kids do we get? I'm going to track that. And then, and then is where, where's, where's the quality? Like all of a sudden, we get one scene of Superman flying by. Is that's the entire special effects budget? Because it looked great, man. Him flying was like one of the best Superman flight sequences I've ever seen. The special yeah. effects were super top notch, pardon the pun. But like I said, and that you know what? If this it just existed as a movie onto its own, a movie with Superman and kids, I'm okay. Like if that was literally just a movie, yeah, I would have loved it. I would have loved it as like, a pilot where I where they're supposed to spring forward. I just don't. I just don't like where it's going to go. But the of course, Cedric can't spend. 25 million per episode like they are on WandaVision. <laughs> I know, but that's like, like, but Warner has that option though. They do. And they, they can sh- put that up. 
And if they were going to do that on any of the series, this would be the one. I agree. There's no reason this, there's no reason this couldn't be an HBO Max balls to the wall Superman show. But instead, I'm going to get Zack Snyder with pointy things and and more teen bullshit. Yeah. Well, we we, we already did get one CW thing. It's like he got what he took a stab of, of kryptonite to the heart. And then he got his emotional power up and pulled it out. I mean, okay, so Kryptonite doesn't mean that's, anything to him. That's Superman. I mean, I can live with that. If Superman doesn't, okay, if Superman doesn't do the impossible, he's not Superman. Like right. lift an entire island made of Kryptonite. <laughs> that's what he should. But that's what Superman should do. Is you should be able to say that is impossible, and Superman is able to pull it out. Right. That's what exactly. I mean. That's what Superman's about, and that doesn't that doesn't bother me. Like I said, what bothers me is having that kid was. I did not like his acting. I thought he was so over the top with his at with his dream you mean his even drama. angsty yeah it was just yeah. so it was so angsty and i get it yes there is kids there are kids like that that's i'm not saying that's not real i deal with kids all the time i see it i don't want that from a tv show where i'm supposed to where want to watch about superheroes you know all right well that's that's me okay i think i'm gonna watch the next couple episodes let me know if let me know if it yeah. gets better yeah I will see give it, if i'm wrong if i'm wrong i'll definitely give it a second chance all right Cool. Because it was well made, it was well acted, it was well written. Like it was, it felt big, and I got tears in my eyes two or three times. But like I said, by the very end of the show, I was just like, "I'm good." I'm just trying to figure out the very end. Obviously, the 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 tag at the end, the villain that he's fighting in the show is Lex just... Luthor from the future. No, oh, they're doing like so. That was like we talked about the JJ. That's I mentioned the yeah the JJ Abrams flyby script earlier. That was the Luthor in that script. Yeah, but the problem is, is like, I mean, he tells him he's he's from another planet, mm-hmm. and that was, that was Luthor in that script. We have a Lex Luthor in the CW verse. It's yep. John Cryer. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, who the hell is this? And a lot of people love John Cryer as Lex Luthor. So yeah, he's like, been, he's kind of menacing, actually. But is that kind of character going to fit with the tone of the show? Because the tone of this show feels a lot different than a lot of the other CW shows. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, this, I I'm curious, like, because yeah, just calling him Luther does not mean he's Lex Luthor. It could be he's like he's also bald. Charles okay, Lex, he's Lex Luthor. Well, Chris, John Cryer is pretty universe, much bald. Or is that universe's does, version of Lex Luthor? Does that make John Lex Luthor because he's going bald? Hey, good. What is this? It's not hair extensions. Like, look down, John. Look down for a second. Stop it. It's yeah. He's he's. I don't think this is in the same universe as that is what they were doing before like they might be in the pocket or whatever however they want to justify it but it's clearly not the same yeah that, that's that's one of the reasons i want to keep watching i want to see what the explanation yeah fill me is. in keep 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 us up to date week to week because again I'm, I'm willing to give it another crack because i raved about it while i was watching it i actually so it's funny because i was like on the fence about watching it and then they had released the first 10 minutes or something on uh um online on on youtube and i'm like oh let's check it out and I'll admit it, I was tearing up by the time I got to the end of it, just because it was like, this is the Superman I've wanted for a while now. This is so good. So like, I gotta watch the whole thing now. So yeah, um, it was, it was perfect. I saw nothing but positive reactions on Twitter, which is why I was trying to stay up to watch WandaVision. I'm like, I'll watch this before WandaVision starts. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was, it was good. All right. So, so I guess it's a, it's a recommendation from me. John, you're gonna keep watching it. Yeah, just for 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 a while. We'll like you know, like uh, JD says, I'm gonna gotta keep tasting it, see how it goes. I'm, I'll recommend it. There's nothing, as I said, as a pilot, nothing wrong with it. 
Mm. Okay. All right. I just don't think it's for me. We'll see. I'll, I'll I'll keep you informed. All right. Well, on that note, let's see. If we've got any recommendations for our audience out there, John? Oh, okay. So, um, I have I, any anybody like uh, kung fu movies? Like okay. ones with pandas in it. I like that one too. Kung fu panda is good too. Um, so, uh, I would like to say that there is a movie out there called Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, I've seen Kung Fu Hustle. Oh. It That's is, a classic. Yeah. If you like Kung Fu movies, and this is not a serious Kung Fu movie, right? but it's still got amazing there, Kung Fu in it. Is there a serious Kung Fu movie? This is true. Um, but this is, this is what I just, I just happened to cross it over the weekend while I was trying to get my voice to recover, which is already starting to go again. Um, but uh, yeah, I sat down and watched this for like two hours and it's just, it's just fun. It's just a fun movie. Popcorn. Grab the popcorn and uh, just enjoy. Cool. So, wow, not anime. Oh well, if you want anime, <laughs> <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen actually has a kung fu panda in it. <laughs> Seriously, uh, there's a there's a there's a a fighting panda in it. So, well, there you go. <laughs> Ties it all together. How about you, JD? There's a new Stephen King book out. I haven't read it yet. It's called Later. Uh, I have to finish. A research book first and then i'll be dig- digging into it hopefully this weekend oh wow, cool as i'm i'm also making my way through i finished the first year of of the suicide squad um it's a good book when they're not trying to mesh in with the dc uh universe plot du jour there's some uh you know because because like they remind me all oh, millennium sucked like i just had to remind yeah. myself of that that was a terrible terrible event but I mean, yeah, boy, is it a good book. I love the, the, it's so ahead of its time in a lot of ways. In a lot of ways, there's some conventions that, that are best left behind with comics, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm looking forward to getting this whole thing done. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'll recommend uh, his other book earlier. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'll recommend that you go to superheroespeak.com where you can find the podcast every week. Reviews by our good friend D square. We just put another one up uh, this past weekend. And, uh, I am just going to recommend go watch Superman and Lois. Uh, I love the show. I thought it was really done really well. I hope they can keep the quality up, but we'll see. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got for this week, boys and girls. So on that note, as always, Hmm. thanks for hanging out. Don't let your cape be caught in the door. Have a good week.